The Driving While Awesome podcast is recorded live to SD card at the Beeline Motor Club in Santa Cruz, California. Where am I and where are you? Can you imagine like, his head I being can't. inside his little no. head? Egocidal vehiculum. There's no doubt Corvettes are fast. But what about the people that put their fingers over the license? Keichi Tuchia. <laughs> Those cars have such a cute little face, you know? It's like a little like a little salamander or something, you know? I'm riding dirty right now. Offtherecord.com. Fight those tickets. If you don't win, you don't pay. All you have to do is download the app, snap a photo of your ticket, answer a few questions, get matched to an experienced lawyer, and you won't pay for the ticket. Enter code AWESOME to get a nice discount. The fourth annual Velocity Invitational returns to Sonoma Raceway November 10 through 12 for three days of incredible on-track action in the heart of wine country. The world-class motorsports and lifestyle event hosts an unparalleled lineup of the rarest cars in the world in a family-friendly and luxurious atmosphere. To celebrate McLaren's 60th anniversary, McLaren will host a large display of McLaren cars from its heritage collection, many never seen in North America. McLaren Formula One driver Lando Norris, as well as Aero McLaren IndyCar Series drivers Pato Award, Alexander Rossi, and Tony Kanaan will also join the festivities. All four drivers will participate in autograph sessions and interactive activities throughout the weekend and take to the track in historic McLaren race cars. Modern hypercars, historic Formula One race cars, Can-Am, popular vintage racing groups, the Mustangs versus Minis, Enduro, and McLaren's historic and modern cars will take on Sonoma's challenging 12-turn road course, throughout the weekend. In addition to great on-track action, attendees 21 and over will enjoy some of the area's finest food and wine in the Taylor Farm Sip and Savor Pavilion. A variety of ticket packages and single-day event passes are now available for purchase at velocityinvitational.com. Welcome to Driving While Awesome. My name is Warren. My name is Lane. And I'm Art. We're here. We're doing it. Uh, Lane. Yeah. I'm back. Back back from the desert. Back from the desert. I call it my second home. I know. You're a snowbird now? Yeah. yeah. I go there. Go there every winter. Every, no, sorry. What is that? Every fall. Season? Fall. (laughs) Every fall. It's your autumnal hideaway. Uh, We were saying that you'd been there so many times that... They're probably going to name a road after you. Yeah, you know? yeah, they started. It's like there's Elvis Presley Way or whatever mm-hmm. it is. We never found out. Boulevard. Um, we went, um, Lane and I were checking in at, um, at like the press area, I don't know, maybe in 2019. And um, the woman's like, oh, with a last name like that, you get anywhere around here, huh? And um, and we never found out what that meant, right? Like there's a skeleton yeah. out there that's big in motorsport, well, I, mean, I guess, or... Oh, in a motorsport. Yeah, or automotive. I don't know. There's a comedian. I mean, Red Skelton. Red Skelton. But, I mean, maybe he played in Vegas a lot. Oh, you know what? That's probably it. I mean, I, I was, bet he was sort a big, of the heyday. I bet he was a big Vegas Vegas guy. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. that's pretty cool. So old timers are really into it. Yeah. Like, you have to be like 80 plus, I think. Right. George Wallace and older. Mm-hmm. Um, did you see any celebrities other than car celebrities? Probably not. Nope. Um. You're no. saying that you've uh, maybe it's time for you to start 
running one of those tours like they do in Italy and France and stuff with the flag and you have like, yeah. you know, 20 people behind you and you can like, like, mm-hmm. this is where, uh, you know, Paul Walker did donuts, you know, and you can point it out. I'm like, yeah, this is where Art Cervantes did this. And yes, this oh. is where the famous ZR nun was first seen by eyes. The oh. dump from Pahrump. <laughs> yeah, the dump from Pahrump. This is where all the fake Chinese shit is. Um, yeah. yeah. Actually, that's funny because the dump from Pahrump, that whole lot is now the what hall, West Hall. Oh, right. Oh, really? yeah, Which yeah, is yeah. just like the biggest hall at SEMA or, yeah. you know, at the convention center. Across now. the street. Yeah. It's yeah. massive, dude. It makes sense. It's such a weird lot placement, you know, yeah. every, yeah. Very well, strange. yeah, and then there was the hotel that they took over. They tore down as well. And yeah. yeah, I was there for the first, um, I guess, pseudo burnyard or whatever. Um, when they, I think, um, I don't know if it was Hoonigan or Ken. I, I might have just been before. It might have been pre-Hoonigan. Like Ken Block and and a few people like booked that lot just to dick around, and they mm. basically just did their shit like just with a bunch of all of their own personal cars. Um, and it was just press there and like, and a few other people and we were sponsors. So we were like right up against the wall there. Um, and I was standing right next to Larry Chen and he was like, you know, we, we both were right next up against the K rail and he got peppered with, um, tire chunks, you know, with like fucking marbles. And and I, I I like looked away, he got hit pretty bad. Um, but it was just like chaos. Uh, and that was, yeah, that was like the first one they did before it was even a thing. And then eventually, I guess, Hema realized that there's an opportunity there. And unbelievable how how much of a spectacle that thing continues to be, you know? Like, it's... Dude, it's like... Uh, it's like a sideshow, right? Isn't it like a sideshow? Was it there this year? The whole freaking time, dude. Like, we stayed at the hotel, if you're looking at the main convention center, mm-hmm. right to the right of it. Like, okay. you walk not out... The, not the Westgate. No, that's to, the, to the right. Yeah, you yeah. walk out your front door and you're in the, the bro truck section. Okay. Like it's literally oh, right you're there. in the you're Renaissance. Like uh, yeah, exactly. The yeah, Renaissance. Cool, yeah. 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 It's great. I mean, uh, the, the vicinity to the show is awesome, but you look at, you know, we're having, we were having lunch there one day and you look out and there's just smoke everywhere. You can't even see like 10 feet because that burn yard's happening. And the burn yard is like, it's so small, dude. It's like, it's like the size of our courtyard here at Beeline, but it's half the size of this courtyard. Yeah. Maybe let no, probably less than that. Like it's a third of this courtyard, and they can't even do more than like a than a donut than just like a donut, and then they just sit up against a wall and do burnouts. And it's K rails in a in a box, yeah. basically. Yeah, it is, or it's a yard actually. It's and a burn people yard. sit in this little. And sit there for 45 minutes in the heat waiting for it to start, you know, or for an hour or whatever. They're just sitting there. It's so, um, it's so cool. So those, aren't, those aren't our people. <laughs> those are not our people. A uh, lot of Yeezys there. Yeezys, sorry. Yeezys. Oh, yes. Yes. A lot of Yeezys. And some big vapes. A lot of vapes. A lot of, um, a lot of uh, gauged earrings, nose piercings, you know, that Good kind of stuff. stuff. Yeah, the good stuff. Um, but uh, reminding me of getting pelted by tire 
shrapnel or whatever yeah. um at the optima challenge we were watching that a little bit and watching some like there was some drifting and stuff like demonstrations and this car came by i forget what it, it was like a 240sx with obviously an ls and whatever but it came by fully sideways like within like three feet of the wall and just pelted everyone all of us in the face with pieces of tire <laughs> and it was like oh, in your eyes in your ear like in my hair that night i'm like still like wiping it again trying to get it out dude how much did you have to pay for that experience dude, it was so, free. so cool nice. man i know it's like uh yeah, know. what do you call that remember they used to smell a vision it's a, this is like television <laughs> yeah and that smell of burning tires is like it can't be good for you uh, <laughs> no, no. you just kind of like Petroleum later in the based. day you're like trying to you know at night you're going to bed and you're like <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you got yeah. a black lung pop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, the burn, the burn yard. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but that whole outside experience is definitely like, and bro trucks have like multiplied by no tenfold, dude. How no. the whole outside? I I think there's almost nothing but bro trucks out front. Bro dozers. Yeah. That's so crazy. I thought they might, might have peaked. It they, felt like they had peaked. It <laughs> is, dude, it's wow. all bro all the time. Dang. I, I was trying to explain this to Andrew because there's one at a used car dealership on Soquel by North Bay Ford <laughs> uh -huh. that's for sale. That's wild. And he just couldn't understand, you know, like, yeah. why do they do that? And I was like, I, I yeah. really can't tell you. I don't know. <laughs> with like 30 inch wheels with like skinny tires and stuff. And yeah. then one, the, the thing that kills me is where the differential, the pumpkin yeah. is on the ground, basically. Yeah. But, you're, so but the body's the, like 50 feet high. Yeah. 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 I, I just don't get it. And then we were out one night. I don't know which SEMA this was this was years ago but those guys were like cruising down the strip yeah. you know and revving and like i guess that's what they're for rolling coal and that's stuff. what it, that's what it is yeah that's, and the exhausts are like this hexagonal shape like and they they are bigger than a human head <laughs> is that how you measure stuff yeah <laughs> yeah have Bigger you seen than like, a human head. There's always like every uh, news story is some weird measurement that they avoid using like the metric system at all costs. It's like a comet the size of half a giraffe is headed for America. Yeah, It's like, what does that even mean? Which half of the giraffe? Yep. Uh, mm -hmm. So let's hear it, dude. Let's SEMA. Let's SEMA talk it I up. mean, I, okay, so SEMA. So you like, went with coworkers. You I didn't went go with coworkers. Any, you didn't go with anyone cool. I went with coworkers. They're cool. And I met up with uh, Eric Campagna. Okay. And I didn't see Joe DePatista, but he was there. Was Derek uh, wearing a Schmedium shirt? He actually was. He's back to the Schmedium. Nice. He was wearing the boxy big boys, and now he's back to the Schmeed. Schmeed dogs. So, um, yeah, he was a... Uh, he, he was there, um, hung out with him a little bit, but yeah, I don't, this is like, actually, you know what? I'm, I'm saying it right here, right here, right now. Right I now. think I'm done. I think I'm over it next year. Yeah. Um, right. If, by wow. the way. Yeah. Right. No, I think I am. L dear I listeners. I don't think I enjoyed anything. Dear listeners. L remember this moment because what Lane will say, uh, this next sentence is going to be, but I'll probably go. No, I really <laughs> don't think I don't hundred percent done. I didn't really enjoy I didn't really enjoy the show. Did my Vegas talk burn you out? Is that what happened? Maybe. Did I, did I heckle it too so hard? So check it out. Didn't take a camera. What? Yeah. Oh, just phone. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I was just... It didn't take a camera. It, it's just those opportunities aren't there. Nothing is that exciting. Right. It, 
Uh, dude, by the way, okay, so one thing, no man, this year, you know, last year we lost Ford. We lost, <laughs> I forget who else did we lose last Toyota? year? No, Toyota's big. They're back where Ford was last oh, okay, year as okay. well. Um, but but so this year, last year we lost Honda, I think. Um, this year, no Hyundai, no Hyundai, no Kia, no Chevy. That's huge. No Ford. Stellantis. No Stellantis, which means okay. no Dodge, no Jeep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's that's a huge. It, basically, the only manufacturer there was Toyota. That's what was not that good. main hall then like? What was I mean? Was it just um, so? The, yeah, the main hall, the uh, north hall, or sorry, yeah. the uh, south hall. Right, what is that one? Central. It's, it's that was Central Skel- Hall. I think it's Skelton Hall. Oh, I think it's Central hall. hall. So Central Hall was you know same as it ever is, but without. So no Ford, no Chevy. And That's, then Honda used to be in the back corner there, and then yeah. Toyota was in the back left. So now it's just Toyota where Ford used to be up on that up oh, on okay. that deck, medium area. Yeah. And then um, everything else kind of the you know kind of the same. There's your Magnaflows you have your Magnaflows and, and your hooker headers and your MP and your car wash. But yeah, <laughs> mothers and you have Griots probably and yeah, yeah. Uh, some other stuff like that. Um, there was definitely some other missing companies that. I can't think of now, but um, like BBS was there. But dude, the manufacturers you just listed that weren't there is huge. Yeah, and that those were a huge, like massive. Those were huge, like go to this, go to these booths. Yeah. And they kind of made it, I don't know, even if we like poo-pooed their booths, like they were the biggest things, well, right? At least like, it was something to look at. They had all their new cars, yeah. they had all the, you know, tech for as far as like motor swaps and mm-hmm. All right, Remy. Rem yeah, dog. So it was so that was all missing and then the new West Hall is basically all what is it? It's all like kind of overlanding. Yeah. And it, then it's also maybe like 3M kind of like like rap stuff. Mhm. Mhm. But did you go to Apex? Paint production? No, I didn't go to Apex. Okay. I, f- I thought maybe that was why you guys <laughs> So I went to Apex gone. last year year before yeah um yeah apex isn't much to like no no see. It's, it's more like it's the like little, zf and there's um, don't don't zf me <laughs> do not zf me Dude, who are you signing that <laughs> no uh some other companies like zf thank you <laughs> the new z4 um, is gonna be there but yeah it's more like it's like little tools and fasteners. And yeah, but it's not even that. Like, it used to be like that, but I feel like it's kind of changed. Okay. Like, it used to be a lot of tool, little tools and fasteners. Now it's more major manufacturers of hardware for cars. So it would be like Bosch. It suppliers. would be CF. It would be, yeah. you know, big suppliers, suppliers for companies. So. so let me ask you this. If uh, next year they announce that everyone's coming back. Oh, that's interesting. I probably, yeah, <laughs> uh, then you can maybe swim me, but, yeah, yeah. but the, but the reality is I didn't see anything like, you know, I've been asked a few times, like what stood out? What was the most impressive thing there? I was not, you know, that Ford Cosworth was really cool. Yeah. Uh, there was a couple cars on the Toyo tread pass that were like kind of cool, but then they did a lot of things kind of like that. I'm aren't really my style. There was like um, ring, ring brother stuff as well. Yeah, that, I didn't that really... Invicta that we saw at Quail and and yeah. Motorlux. Yeah. There was also a 
the Griot's uh, Mark II GTI, the white one. Did you happen so to see that? So did not see that. Okay. Didn't even see the Griot's booth. I, I mean, I don't even know if it was in their it. booth. It might have been in that hallway, you know, where they have like... I, I think I just walked by it. I think it was in the central hall. And uh, a lot of... There wasn't a car of SEMA either. So there wasn't like a particular car. I feel like in Usually previous it's like years... FRS you know, it's Mustang. FRS, BRZ, it's Mustang, it's Camaro, whatever. Um, I don't think there was one car. I mean, Jeeps are always popular, sure. especially with overlanding. So there's tons of overlanding stuff. So it's a lot of Toyotas and Fords yeah, and Chevys yeah. and stuff like that. But uh, there wasn't like one car that like stole the show this year, you know, was like the car of SEMA, like a new car. Yeah. It felt, it didn't feel like new product new car show like SEMA's always been the automotive it's the automotive aftermarket right so it's like catering to these new cars that come out and old stuff too but this year felt like mostly all older stuff which is kind of cool but um a lot of trucks and stuff like that yeah and then um the funny thing is a lot of the bro dozers there was probably I would say 10 um like I don't even know what they're called. The round nose Fords like Nick's. Oh, okay. So like, I like think OJ that's Bronco 80, style. I think that's like 90 to 97 <laughs> or something like that. Sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a touch earlier. Yeah. Um, Not the flat nose ones, which, and which were like up yeah, till 88. I think it's 91 I think, so. the first year. Or 91 or 92, 91. right? Yeah. Yeah. But. Yeah. So anyways, there was a bunch of those and they were all bro dozed out. Oh, those were bro dozed out. And then there was a, uh, there was like a bull nose, blazer bullnose ford blazer which was actually it was lifted a little too much but it was actually pretty nice if it ford blazer i mean sorry ford bronco oh um got it like a <laughs> but the bullnose one so like an 84 or something like that it's 85. An El yep. uh, yeah yep. El ranchero moment um uh, is that so mo- what about that other like so where they have like the cool off-road like overlanding stuff is that still a thing or, like yeah so i mean that's the whole set West Hall is overlanding. Yeah, but is it like actually like because like, in years past it's actually been like really cool stuff, right? Like I feel like it's not like ridiculous, like in terms of you know just like gigantic wheels with tiny stretch tires no. and stuff like that, right? So, so it's kind of it's kind of cool, but it's you know <laughs> at this point it's like more is less, you know. Like I feel it's like with everything else, we're in there, you know, you're like, oh, that's pretty cool. That thing looks sick, and then you see like you see a hundred of the same thing and you're kind of over it and you're like, does everyone need a fucking shovel on their truck? Yeah, Cause yeah. I don't think they all need shovels, dude. No, no. You know? And then there's like all the, the, the really cool, like overlanding, um, campers and stuff. I forget like that, that one brand, the, the, the crazy, like fucking $800,000 million dollar ones. Oh, geez. You know, those, those big, yeah, they're yeah. like F850s. The, the global with, Explorer yeah, yeah, stuff yeah. or whatever. Like box. really nice boxes yeah. on them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there, I mean, there's definitely some cool stuff there. It's just, you know, everything is like over the top and just totally. kind of, um, yeah. Did you, uh, get out much past SEMA? Did you see the F1 construction? So yeah, we drove around, you know, we were in the cab a lot. So I saw the F1. It's pretty, that is impressive that they are putting that much infrastructure and money into that. And most of it's going to be ripped down. You know, there is a permanent, there is a permanent pit building, but then next to it, it's like grandstands, all temporary, other pit like buildings, all temporary. They have like crazy footings, like concrete footings in the ground to keep these, these uh, grandstands 
stands up and stuff. All along Las Vegas Boulevard, there's like these luxury suites they built, temporary. It it's kind of insane, dude. It's crazy. I it wonder just for if, this, and supposedly they're having a hard time. You know, I was just a lot of luxury say, suites supposedly like twenty five percent have sold. Dude, um, I wonder how they're gonna play that if it doesn't sell well. Prices have gone down, so people that have already paid are kind of like because I I heard something like the prices were like the cheapest seats were like seventeen hundred for the weekend, and I think now it's like eight hundred or something. Oh, it's interesting. That it's the closest F one race to us. Like, I know. Uh, and no, no one we know is going. Right. Not a single person. Yeah. It's a horrible um, place to go watch a race. I can't believe they're doing it there. It's yeah. It's so stupid. In a way, it could be super cool. And I think on t- on television, I think it might be I think be there'll rad. be some cool, like, drone-type shots. Yeah. Or, you know. And it's at night, which is pretty right. sick. I didn't realize it starts at 10? No, is I think it starts at 11. Okay. I know the... One qualifying, I think, starts at midnight. Wow. Yeah, we're really midnight to one. Because, yeah, I guess it's all Euro timing, right? So, like, they see it. Like, well, it's uh, also, I think, that's the, the best time for Vegas, you know? That's true. Temperature the and traffic. On. Also traffic. Just yeah. the, the, the look, the, the view and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's going to be cool there, so the cars are going to be pretty fast, I think. The tires um, are going to be interesting, huh? Because, like, it's going to take a yeah. lot of temp- heat. Or not. I mean, yeah. how are they going to heat? It's going to be all softs. Um so I think so, with that though, like you're saying those structures, like those concrete pylons and shit like that are base or like foundations, like wouldn't that be to anticipate like reusing them in the future? I don't think it can because really? it can't stay there the whole they time, right? They can't stay there. Oh, they're in the way where they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They took down trees and yeah, it's totally crazy. Yeah. yeah. And like the Bellagio, the fountains like blocked off the whole Completely. front. So you could still it. see the Bellagio. Yeah. The fountains are still going. You, could, oh. you just have to go into the Bellagio, like into that like mall thing or whatever. There's like windows where you could still oh, see it going inside. off. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So there was a bunch of people in there watching it. Yeah. But I would love to I see. I thought they had like I thought they had like taken all the water out I and put the stands here. actually in the in same the water. Here, yeah. I would love to see the the demo right, like the demo breakdown, like because I feel like we're not the target audience for this event, right? It's like it's it's just like a sport enthusiast or someone who's looking for a show, right? A spectacle, which is. You know, there is a, a, a Vegas demographic that's into that kind of thing, right? And yeah. so I feel like they're trying to bring in a, a different demo into the mix. And, like, I'm curious to see how it all goes right at the end of the day. But, um, yeah, yeah, because I'm also curious to see how much, like, Vegas makes just on the gambling side of, of F1 that weekend. People gambling on the race yeah. and qualifying and stuff. Yeah. yeah I mean... Sure I wonder if it's sure a bigger, I wonder if it's way bigger. I doubt it. I mean, maybe. Yeah. Doesn't seem like a sport that's heavily bet on, is it? I don't see why not. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they people bet on do, the national anthem length of it and stuff. And <laughs> that's just football. for the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, I know, but this is. I yeah. mean, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't can see, see why that. you wouldn't bet on it. Yeah, it, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like it's very manipulatable, but I guess all sports are. Well, yeah. is it though? I mean, I feel like a lot of the. Cause you, you know, what's going to happen at the front, but like, there's all that mid pack stuff or like even like third tier cars, right. Or like the third in, in the championship, which are, I think there's some money to be made there. Um, or you go for like some crazy odd, right. Like thing where you get like Joe Guan Yu, like qualifying seventh or something. <laughs> and then like, yeah, that, that's really, I guess that's the kind of shit that makes you dough. But 
Um, yeah. I, I can totally see it being a thing. I mean, I feel like gamblers will gamble on anything, right? So if there's a yeah, new thing to gamble on, like... like they're down. Um, that's an assumption based on what I've seen. But, you know, maybe I've seen some fucked up addicted people. But it's so like, someone yeah. asked me, you know, they're, you know, someone asked me, like, what's the uh, what was kind of like the most. Uh, I guess unexpected thing or the, the uh, most interesting thing you saw, the most interesting thing I saw was like a very lame thing. So it was in the, uh, West hall, which is the camper kind of overland hall. I saw that there was a booth and I didn't know what they were selling or anything at first, but they were handing out like free tchotchkes or whatever. And of course, like, Dude, these people are like flies on shit, basically. <laughs> when there's something free, oh, dude. they're just like, all right. And, and bags and, and bags of free stuff. It's these little tiny bags that are like the size of a small Ziploc bag, like, th- you know, three by five inches or something. Little velvet bags with a drawstring on the top. Okay. Like, just some shitty little bag. Yeah. Like, and... They're giving, they're handing them out. And I hear, I see this lady and she's handing this guy the bag and she goes, he goes, oh, oh, thank you. She goes, do you know what that's for? And he goes, oh, I don't know. And he looks at the thing. He's like, um, and and she goes, that's for your wheel lug, your wheel, your wheel lock, um, nut or whatever. Your your, your wheel lock and yeah, your wheel lock nut and key or whatever. Yeah. And he goes, oh, okay. And she goes, yeah, and it's fully customizable. So you can customize it. She's showing him that there's screen printing on the one side. Okay. So you can put your business on here. This is how she's. Your okay. business? So it's on your fully customizable. Yeah. It's fully customizable. Yes. <clears throat> it's a. It's literally a bag. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, that, this is just like something they're giving away. This is their whole fucking business. Is their their Not business bags. <laughs> their business is a wheel lock key bag. Yes. Or you is know how it just like jaggle around in your dash in your glove box? Now you can put them in a in this bag. I mean, who would have ever thought of that? <clears throat> hey, a whole business. They and have it, a booth. But you said they're customizable. They're custom fully customizable. <laughs> yeah. I like how it's a velvet bag. Like how about like a pe- little mini pelican case style thing that's like like makes more sense, right? I mean like uh, how about you give that for free with every order of $100 of something else you're selling? But that is not a business. For sure. Yeah, that's, it's insane. Yeah, right, that's right? That's not a pr- that's not a product really. Well, did you uh, get one? No, Where? I did not. Come on. But I was just blown away. I was like looked over and you're like that's their whole thing. Like they rented a booth. They went to Vegas. Oh. They you know like uh it's so th- painful. This is their idea. It's so painful. Yeah, yeah. And you're just like, oh, dude. Yeah, it's not so sad. Not good. There's so many of those, like those poor Chinese dudes with the tires and then way back, 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 I back. And, and then they name themselves China Tire. Yeah, I no, know, I know. Don't and do that. They don't really want to talk to anybody. They're, like, they're no. sleeping in the back of yeah, the booth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And- you know what's crazy, <laughs> though, is that Nankang... Um, you know, Nexen, Ling, Ling Long, Ling Long, you know, all of you, know, even some that are way more prominent now, like the Kendas of the world, all that, they all started like that, you know, and like now they've actually made it like there's every, I mean, what's the other one that's really big now that's everywhere. Um, shoot. It's, uh, 
Is it Nankang? Yeah, I guess it might be oh, Nankang. Is it the one that's in drifting? Yeah, Nankang. Is right? Nankang, right? Yeah, like the CR1s or whatever, they're all really popular now. Um, like they're like they're it's wild. Yeah, cuz even like um the GT tire, which is one that you see a lot of like it's like sort of like a pet boys kind of tire. Like those were um in in Asia, they were GITI, but here they went with the GT brand, you know, like actual G and a T. And they were just like nothing here. And now they're everywhere too. Um, Dude, I'm just tripping out that Pep Boy sells tires. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Pep Boy, you haven't Did seen really? Pep Boy? Yeah, for sure. They had a full like wheel um, center. I've never even been into a Pep Boy. I think Boys. Pep Boys is the one that has a full tire and wheel section. It's wheels too. Yeah. Uh, right? Yep. Yeah, uh, like San Carlos one. Yep. Uh, I think it's like, or Belmont. Yeah, like San Carlos, like yeah. A, yeah, and they have a full, they like do tire changing and everything. Well, that yeah. makes perfect sense with these Nankangs or Linglongs or whatever for drift. It's you're blasting through tires every day. But you do want high grip. But the they're thing. grippy. Yeah, that's the whole thing. And yeah. so, and yeah. Nanking in particular is actually like what I'm saying is, is actually it's, it's a competitor to, I mean, it's a very strong 200 treadwear tire. They also have a competitor to like the R888, you know, so an 80 treadwear tire. Uh, right. And it's up there. But, you know, I think a lot of it has to do with like getting access to people who use them in those conditions. Right. And I think drifting probably helped a lot too. Um, and then I know they do a lot of motorsport shit in Asia that we don't get to see, but it's just gnarly to see like how they were basically like the cheapest, like garbage tires at SEMA in that hall. And now they're kind of like mainstream, you know, but it, it took a while, but it made it just like Kia. Did. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, the other thing I, I watched, so I did watch the Optima challenge a little bit. That thing is so, like, I kind of don't understand it. It's just an autocross, right? It's not even autocross. It's just, it's, you stop, you got a gate, you go towards a cone, you go around the cones and back, and then you stop in a box. That's yeah. it? So it's not even, yeah, that's it. There's no, like, there's no autocross element even. Like, it doesn't really... Well, like it's one turn. It's a it's a hundred and eighty degree turn, and then stopping, Maybe and then stopping in a box. I guess is that the thing that they did to showcase the cars at SEMA because they have like their actual challenges <coughs> done at. I know, Trump, right? I'm sure they have more than that, but that's all they. Maybe that's all they do at SEMA, but they were timing it, and it was all about getting into the championships and da, da, you know, like I don't know. Yeah, yeah, just not. And yeah, then it's, it's all Mustangs and Camaros, so it's pretty boring. There was that one Corvette that was rad. And there is a couple other cars. There's like a couple GT40 replicas. Mm. Um, there was a Fox body, which stood out. Yep. Uh, Some cool stuff. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, I mean, you guys want yeah. Very, very wide tires, very low, and a lot of power. <laughs> mm-hmm. See, see. You guys want to do some questions? I kind of want to, man. You know. Okay, let's do it. Queers for Gears says, Breaker Breaker 19, imagine it's the late 70s and you're on a rally. Of course, you've got a citizen band radio installed under the dash. One, what are you driving? Two, do you go for low-key magnetic antenna mount or a huge whippy one bolted to the bumper? And three, what's your handle? So, Am I a trucker? Did he say late 70s? you got like the smoking the bandit radio. Yeah, yeah. So you're you're not a trucker. You're a rally. You're on a rally in the seventies. Uh, what are you okay. driving? What's your handle? But he said late seventies, um, or I'm just trying to think. of Car choice changes a lot. Late late seventies. Okay. But you have cars up until then, right? It doesn't have to be from that year. Uh, that's a true story. Yep, true story. I'm gonna go uh, De Tommaso Mangusta. Mm. I'm going uh, magnetic antenna. And I'll just be wham one. Shit. 
<laughs> or maybe I'll be the the mongoose. How about you can be Wham W A M W O N. I like it. Thank you. Um, hmm. I just really want a mangusta. That's my. Am I? I'm just picturing like like cannonball type stuff, right? More open road, yeah. high speed, less of like you know the twisty mountain road stuff that we do. Totally. Maybe yeah, you get I'm into that. Porsche nine twenty eight. That's a good Porsche one. Nine two eight. Porsche nine two eight for me. Um, how am I gonna mount that antenna, dude? You gotta go big whippy boy on that thing. On the roof or what? Yeah. Mud flaps. I feel like I wouldn't want a whippy boy though. <laughs> I'll get one of those like um mounted in the glass and it like folds back so I can fold it down. In the glass? What does that mean? In the on the back hatch glass. Oh, okay, I see. Like okay. mounted there, and then you could you could flip it up. Got it. Yeah, yeah. All right, Art, 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 what do you got? Yeah, I mean, I feel lame for choosing like an, an just the go to exotic maybe of the era, but not a Countach. I would want to do the, the the boxer, the three six. I guess because the, the five twelve doesn't exist yet, uh, right? Five twelve was seven. It was, like was it eighty? Nineteen eighty or eighty yeah. or something? Um, yeah. So I don't think it works. So I would have to do the three sixty five, which is the same thing with more power, but it's carbureted, which means I'm going to die. Um, the Berlinetta box, nice and smelly. But yeah, it's I've driven them. They're really awesome at high speed. They're pretty capable, and I think they they. I would definitely go whippy antenna on it because of the spectacle that goes along with that. And I think with that car, it would be pretty ridiculous. I like it. What's your handle? That's a great question. Um, box, box, box. Hushy <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, says, would you rather swap your project car with a Chevy LS, which never comes on cam, or a rotary engine, which doesn't have a cam to come on? <laughs> that's alluding to lane's ls has never come on cam comment god i do i do like the lightweight and packaging of it rotary but that's kind of it i don't i think the ls is, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the ls would be pretty pretty interesting like ls and the e30 or no e36 would be way better i think really i think they'd both be pretty crazy damn the e30 i think would be so overwhelmed you just have a drift car whereas i think the uh, e36 I, has the right suspension for it where you can actually put well, yeah e36 would actually be like a drivable good car probably yeah yeah because it's been yeah. done a million times right like drift cars and stuff yep i mean both have been done but i've never driven one e30 with that <clears throat> that setup be quite a handful. So LS um, LS powered uh, lanes uh, G body <laughs> or rotary? <laughs> That'd be such a trip. I mean, rotary though. LS like, is yeah. definitely more common. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've ever seen a rotary in a 911. I'm just picturing just the weight distribution situation. They're so weird, right? Because what does the whole thing weigh? Like 80 pounds, maybe? So like, I don't know, I know, dude. I mean, that could be good, right? It'd be like a yeah, it'd like be a, a trip. Nine twelve. With more power and like less goes, torque. And then it goes brap. Same torque. Crazy revving thing. Dude. Yeah. I don't uh, know. Maybe I'd... Dude. Maybe... Fuck. Maybe rotary's the way. Because <laughs> LS has been done so much and it's so not exciting. Yeah. You, you, it's so It would be crazy to have a 911 like yours. Yeah, rotary, rotary at least would be like a... 
interesting talking point. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I would definitely go turbo rotary. <laughs> like I'm picturing the engine out of an FD and and the E30 in particular, like a twin turbo, mm -hmm. uh, twin rotor would be super rad. Like um, in your Skyline? No, in the in the E30. Oh, in the E30. Yeah. Yeah, that would work. All right, Bobby Reed with the cars says, if we were to gather your wives at a track and identically prepared cars for a wheel-to-wheel -wheel racing, uh, for a wheel-to-wheel -wheel race, who would win? Um, I don't think my wife drives. Has she ever she gone over the speed limit? I don't think she's... <laughs> maybe. <laughs> uh, she, she did once. She's I mean, very aloof. Sarah is very... She's a safe driver, but she drives 17 three days a week, and she used to have a Mini Cooper S manual, and she good. had a Fox Fox Body manual, four cylinder, huh? four cylinder hatchback. Um, hmm. She's not she's, but she's a safe driver. But I think given these situations, she would you know step up. I don't know about Art's wife is the wild card. Yeah, she's she, could be she psycho really likes or, no. She's she's actually like. Like she drives like at a swift pace always, uh, like faster than than like my mom for sure. But she does like to go kart. She's really into it. Like when we used to oh. do it, like company outings, she was okay. Like she was actually better than a lot of dudes in there, you know, that we used to go out with. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I, that's a great way because like she, you know, you, yeah, you're talking about Sarah having like practical on tr on on road stuff, right, with a seventeen in there yeah but um, that doesn't i mean go-karting is a whole nother that, that definitely takes her up a notch I'd, I'd i'd bet on her winning but maybe i'd lose who knows i mean just as you said right because if it'd be, yeah it'd be really funny to do that it would be really funny <laughs> yeah heidi heidi just passing everybody My, no, flipping people not. up dude she definitely would not there you go she with would the, be like hmm. with the vegas uh, gamblers she, would the vegas well, gamblers want to get in on this or and I mean, now she's had a been bombing that alpha around for over oh, like yeah, a year. I know. Now she knows what's Just up. fucking yeah. burn yard. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Polo 68 says, what's your favorite generation Camaro? You can separate out 69 as well if you like. What does that mean? Because it's so good. Is that what he means? Oh, I, what does that mean? Seriously. <laughs> I don't separate, know. Separate um, out. The, uh, the new Haggerty Drivers Club magazine is all about the Camaro, I guess it's the Camaro's going away, maybe temporarily, but it's this is the last hurrah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, they, you know, every ten years, I think they have to do an issue about every generation of Camaro uh, or Mustang. So they just go through the years. What and, do they say this is the best? Uh, I think it was like the 2006 through 2015 or whatever, like whatever that one's. I don't know what yeah, number yeah. that is. Six, six gen. Okay. Yeah, they're saying that one kind Fifth of. Gen? I can't be fifth. Is it fifth gen? Can you separate out the fifth gen, please? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what's your favorite? What are you What are you rolling up in, uh, Camaros? Oh, dude. I I used to really hate them, but uh, like when I was younger in high school and stuff. But I kind I kind of like the um, split bumper seventy one. So cool, yeah. And they're very because I I know they're. European designed and everything, and they cut. I don't know. They've they've grown on me a lot. And then metal bumper helps. Yeah. Um, Between like 68, 67, 68, 69. 69 is pretty cool. I don't know. They're all kind of the same. 68, 69, I guess. It like, but 69s are a little bigger. So yeah. sometimes I side with 68, but 69s have like a lot of cool that. That sharp fender line is kind of neat. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. 
I'm always like, I don't even know the difference. There's so many differences too. Cause I'm like, Oh, I like that one, but it has, cause it has the RS trim or the, da, 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 you yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. there's all these differences there the, too. The, are you guys the, where the, the fog lights yeah. are and the, da, 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 so the rally da, sport package has the, the hideaway headlines, lights, right? the rally spec. Yeah. And the, so the rally sport has yeah. those hideaway lights, right? Would you, are you, are yeah. you team that or, or exposed headlight? I like exposed. I like them both. They're, they're both, they both have their place. Yeah. I like, I'll go back to the race cars, you know, and what mm-hmm. the coolest versions of that and those had. Exposed. I like the 68 has the round headlights and then it has the more like square kind of driving lights in the grill. I think that looks good. But a really well modded split bumper. So cool. Is very cool. Yeah. It has a lot of uh, presence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The quad rounds in the back. Yeah. Those are cool. Um, I'm team 69 all the way, dog. Um, And I'm not going to separate it out, but I'll just say um, that I like that Sunoco race car, you know, with those chunky yellow mini lights. The blue one? Yeah, the blue one. It's just when that thing is lowered because it's so wide and then like... It just looks so like hunched down, like hunched down, you know, and it's, it, it's, it's just so like such a muscle car, but like, I love the fact that they road raced them and they actually made them handle. It's such a cool design. Yeah. As you said, I love all the details, like the little swoops on the, like those character lines that come off of the fenders. Um, and also the way that the front has that extra grill piece on either side of the headlight and how it kind of like r- surrounds that, like all, all of the stuff. I, I really like them a lot. Uh, but I agree mm-hmm. I, early on for me, um, I was I was or I was more into the earlier cars because they were smaller and lighter. But like from like an overall package and also just aesthetically, I think the '69 is my favorite. Um, I think close second uh, would for me would be the 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 later um, F body, right? So like the like the one that our friend. Um, uh, what's I'm totally spacing on Kurt. my name. Kurt, sorry, sorry, Kurt. Kurt K. Photo has um like that like a ninety one or ninety two. I really like those with that with the ground effect package, right? Which has like that body kit that's super low, and I really like that that rear spoiler that has the like the struts in the back. There's just something yeah. like so. It's just the, the convertibles are cool too. Yeah, the yeah, convertibles, convertibles are pretty cool are too. Pretty rad. Um, yeah, I, I think that's. I think we covered that. That's you good. think so? You didn't separate out the 69, but I think that's it. <laughs> the real John Webb says it's the year 2040. Beer is still delicious and AR augmented reality glasses have become as ubiquitous as smartphones. What changes about car design and how we interact with them? Maybe ignore the whole self-driving car thing. Uh, he goes on to say, for example, why do we need screens or real buttons in the car at all? So we all wear Google glasses and when we look at, you know, surfaces and things, it can just have whatever we choose to be projected there Yep, and we can interact with it. I don't know what's happening right now. Lane's going to have a fucking aneurysm here. Uh, What changes about car design and how we interact with them? Well, I think you're saying, so he's saying like, does this replace cars? No, he's saying like when you get into the interior of a car, it could have a steering wheel but really nothing else. It could be a blank, like imagine like a green screen that you, then when you look at it, it has the Blaupunk mm. stereo. It has the buttons. I mean, that's, that's possible. Yeah. It's like, um, yeah, I'm picturing and you're saying like the exterior of the car is just whatever you want it to be. 
Yeah, like when you look at it, it like could I'm like, be... I'm like, no, I have a Ferrari. They're like, no, you don't. That's a Hyundai XL or whatever. Well, I think or it's, it's, a just a, it's an egg. I imagine it's just an egg, right? And like, it's yeah, just yeah. a capsule yeah. and like, and everything else, you see whatever you want. Um, but then what if you look at other people's cars? Hey, John Webb, that? calm down with the 2040 bullshit, though. Well, also, that's so much further out <laughs> 2040? Than 2040? That's like that's five years from now? Um, <laughs> yeah. 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 I think, I, wasn't it in Minority Report where they're doing what you're describing? Like, they're, it's all like gestures, right? Like all the screens and stuff and so I'm picturing like that when you're sitting in the yeah. car like you see all of the information so there's no need for anything analog right um, right but that's right. And yeah. like yeah like if you're do- using GPS it, it doesn't need to be in a set place on the screen it can be like you look at the top corner of your windshield and the GPS map lives there I don't know but is there a we windshield just know, or man. you just imagine the windshield, you know? Dude, why do we go anywhere if we have this technology? Yeah, why do you even need a windshield? What if you just augment feels- all movement and you're just always static and you're stationary and you the the, the freaking um, grocery store comes to you, man? Whoa. Shit. Whoa. That's a trip, though. Uh, like, that's, that's, I mean, it's just a question that can be applied to anything, right? So nothing needs any design. Nothing needs any functionality. Like, I mean, that's not really the case, right? Like, just imagine, like, every detail that you see in your life, like your doors, they could just be the most bland doors, but you see them a certain well, way. Cycle, exactly. It's, it's like, like a, it, it would be like uh, if you owned a Nissan Sentra, but with, with these glasses, the interior looks like an S-Class. Yeah, but, but does you're it feel still not it? in an S-Class. <laughs> You're right, Lane. You're not in an S class. It looks like an S class. The seats are quilted when you look at them. Yeah, but when the you feel them, they're like cardboard. <laughs> when you look at the ceiling, they have the twinkling lights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what if it's got? Uh, yeah, all it's like it's, it's got like granite fully, trim. Fully immersive. Uh, um, what do you call it? Virtual reality, right? So where you're wearing the gloves too, in addition to the Google Glass, and when you touch the seat, it feels it. You could feel the oh, ridges in the tufting. You can feel dude. the leather, even if it's not is it leather. Like, is it like a, a Nintendo Power Glove? Kind mm. of. And um, yeah, I mean, it, it's just a. It, this is a deeply philosophical conversation and question, um, but we'll we'll have to talk to him about it someday. <laughs> yeah, let's please let, let let's not say this is 2040 though. Let's no, just, it's like, 20. <laughs> 2035. It's 2028. 2028. Lars Brunkhorst says, imagine car control layouts. This This is so great. Imagine car control layouts never standardized on steering wheels and pedals as we know. Would you rather have a car with boat controls or a car with airplane controls? Skid steer? Is there a better interface that you can think of? All right. So boat is pretty horrible throttle and brake using a joystick you know yeah. like a, a lever um plane's not far off i mean it's the same idea i feel like i get used to that what about um like braking with the steering wheel pulling it back oh wow yeah <laughs> that's that's not really how planes work but you know you, you pull back to that's go how up. you pull exactly you go you up, know, yeah pull down push forward to go down um, rudder system though? Well, there's also with airplanes, when you're on the ground, you use the pedals to steer the, the, the plane. You don't use the yeah. steering wheel, um, if you will, uh, the yoke or whatever, right? The yoke is yeah, when you're in the air. Um, right. So like you're, you're, yeah, you're with the pedals, you're steering right and left. Um, that's a trip. So just imagine doing that. And then the yoke, I don't know what you do. Cause you, you only, you need that in the air. <laughs> so I, guess, I know. Um, well also, yeah, I, the boat thing is funny. No pedals for most boats. I mean, some of those like yeah, be like flat hand, bottom. I mean, people drive cars with hand controls, right? That's true. Well, what that's probably what yeah. you want. Tiller was yeah, really I mean, on, that right? seems that doesn't seem too 
Oh, a tiller. Yeah, early on there was a tiller. Oh. Yeah. If you're going, if you're driving your car with a tiller, that's next level. And is the tiller going forward to the front wheels? I think so, right? I mean, that's where their steering is, right? Yeah. So um, it's just in the center where like the that's gangster, would be. dude. That's super gangster. Heavy boost on that's that steering rack, dude. <laughs> super. <laughs> Whoa, that thing would Whoa. like chop your legs off. <laughs> Out why? I don't know because it would go into your legs, dude. You don't have room to the move anything around. Yeah, Tilda? top your hand off. Maybe it was a little higher. Yeah, yeah then yeah, whatever. If you got in a situation, it that's it. That's all. You. Yeah. So, so yeah. skid steers got like the, it's like levers two on handles. either side, right? Yeah. Yeah, two handles. That'd Damn, be terrible. driving that would be really weird. Yeah. It'd be so hard. Yeah, that'd be awful. It'd be really, really hard. Uh, the boat is probably the the answer because it comes with a regular steering wheel, um, and then you just have to use that lever for yeah for throttle, throttle and brake. Have you um, seen? Um, there was shit. I can't remember if it was a Mercedes concept where they had two two of like the their joysticks, but they're like the yeah. you know, the airplane simulator joysticks, like the 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 ones that stick up on either side. Yeah, it was that weird um, kind of like motorcycle cart thing that had the wheels uh like what am i trying oh, to say wait. rolled over Did, or was whatever? that the one yeah. that had it yeah. oh that cambered over to the sides yeah, yeah I, I was that the so. one that had it no i, I don't think remember. it did i just remember that car wild. though yeah it was a, it it like leaned into the turns right yeah very very cool uh richard chen says sema or any other convention question What's the single nicest freebie swag you've ever picked up? And what's the one item you regret bringing all the way home? Oh, wow. I don't, I got something that I got at SEMA years ago that I still use. And it was a really high quality set of mini screwdrivers. Oh, oh that's cool. Um, and I just put them in my kitchen drawer and I use them all the time. Like oh, they're okay. just in there and that's they're, I forget one. the brand. It was like a good brand. It wasn't has it, but it was like a has it competitor and they're giving away um, four little screwdrivers, and I have them to this day. Yeah. It's not a very sexy answer, but I that's mean, it's pretty good. Pretty good. I don't remember getting much ever from SEMA. I mean, I think I got, uh, like, I got, like, 13 mil sockets at eBay once. What about picks with, like, hot or models? Or 10 mil. Like, hot, oh, hot all the hottest. Like, four models. models. And oh, signatures. Yeah, I know what, I what was it all? Was yeah. it just at SEMA? He said, or was it any? Uh, he said no, any, any, any convention. Any, any convention. I got one in Singapore. Um, I got a mini, uh, like a what do you call it, power bank, that was super helpful. I still have it, but I think the battery is like super like dead because it's been sitting in my garage forever. But like you know, you have to pa- cycle those things. But it was mm-hmm. super handy when it was new, um, and it had a built-in USB like. Um, you know, plug. So you just plug it directly into any device to charge it instead of having to plug it into something back the older style. Yeah, that's nice. Um, I got I got one of those at uh, the Lam- a Lamborghini dinner once, but that's not really a convention. Yeah, that doesn't sound that great. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was Monster Cable, oh, and cool. they gave headphones too. Uh, um, uh, the one thing I can remember getting in the past couple of years at SEMA was uh, Ricaro was giving out um, those things. Seats? Scarves. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have, you, I have the one that you got. And I think I gave it to Art. You did. And I rock it, man. Yeah. I've worn it on our yeah. rallies a few times. And So um, did I bring that home for you or did I give it to you there? 
I don't remember. No, I think you brought it home. I, I don't. I brought yeah. it home. Okay. I don't like this Dude, at all. Dude, Lane, thank you so much like, for thinking of me. You're yeah, like, man, you're, you're welcome. Yeah, you're like giving the alcoholic a shot. <laughs> you're like <laughs> yeah. the heroin addict. They were you're pretty like, rad scarves, though. They were like uh, uh, Pasha or something. Or yeah, they're, well, they're black and white, but they're wool, and but, I, it's, yeah. it's 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 and uh, Lane's gonna love this. It's it's on my scarf rack in my closet oh, with my other yeah, scarves. There you go. <laughs> Did you just say scarf rack? It's I rest my case, dude. It's a second scarf. In my dedicated scarf closet. Yeah. Is that an A, like an A tier scarf? Yeah, this is the good one. The other ones are relegated to the lower tier. Yeah, the lower level scarf rack. This isn't a convention. So there's one thing I fucking have remorse for bringing home, actually. Oh, the scarf? scarf. Yeah, exactly. Now that you think about it. There was another thing we went to, not a convention, but we went to some event that Thule. Uh, put Time. on and oh, that's backpacks right. and yeah. that was pretty those are rad i use it all the time it's yeah. my my like little computer travel backpack so i don't know you yeah know, it's like a 50 dollar right. freebie dude freebie. and some uh good mugs that i still use there you go oh i still use yeah. those yeah those are great yeah, insulated dude. little mugs yeah insulated little mugs uh sf production gabe says throughout history which car has sounded better camaro mustang or corvette Ooh, it's difficult because I immediately picture competition cars that we've been around at Laguna Seca. Does that count? I mean, I think separate them out, Warren. Separate them out. I think we have to because otherwise you're just talking about like builders and. Well, I think it it has to do with the nature of the engines too, right? Like you know, as as Lane famously says, right? The LS or just Chevys (laughs) tend to be like they're they're not as revvy. Usually, not always the case, but like, and I feel like the Ford's like, they always sound like they have a higher pitch they scream. to me. Yeah, they like yeah, scream. I'm gonna right? pick the Ford Mustang. Uh, but I think it has to do with displacement, though, because I know that there are, you know, there are also huge, like big block, you know, Fords, right? That probably sound, you know, not as yep. they sound way way different. But like, I'm thinking of like a 289, right, or a 302, or, or is a 302 a Chevy? Now I'm tripping out. No, 289. No, 302 for sure. is both. Both. But okay. It's more more common with Ford. Right. Like I'm picturing like a mid sixties, two eighty nine, as you're describing, yeah, like on track, right? Um, but it is a racier motor versus the street stuff. But um, even then, the Chevy equivalent doesn't sound as as cool to me. Hmm. There was an insane uh, vintage race car Corvette C three at Amelia last year, and it sounded in- amazing. It was just very. Um, was it one of the red, white, and blue ones? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And so, again, I don't know if that's just like, it's obviously full custom. I don't think it was a factory exhaust. I think it was a uh, Greenwood car, right? Yeah. I remember that one with like plexi headlight yeah. covers. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. I think, yeah, it's it's tricky, right? Because race cars, yeah, they have completely different components and all that. But like, I feel like just across the board, like, you know, thinking of these like late eighties, early ninety Camaros, like compared to a to a Fox Body, I like the Fox Body has a rowdier sound too. Like it's it's more yeah. cross planey, right? Like and it, but also <coughs> revy at the same time, which is cool. Um, I'm gonna, yeah, I think I'm they gonna, just commonly rev higher. I'm feel, go, or it sounds like they rev higher. I don't even know if they, they have that. Do. Yeah, they have. They sound different. Um, I'm going to go Team Mustang on this, um, and and I'm going to and and also I got to throw Camisa under the bus here because. I still completely disagree with him that the LT5, is it? What is the one that that is in the ZR1, that engine? 
Um, don't even know. He thinks it's the best sounding V8, and I'm like, dude, I, I don't understand. Like we we, we yeah. got a really really fresh close. example, and I have no there. I don't I don't get it. I really don't understand. It's not even close. They don't sound interesting to me at it all. It doesn't even. It's not even the top 100 V8s of all time. <laughs> Agree. <laughs> you hear that, Jason? Let's go down right, the DJ, line. Yeah. <laughs> DJ DJ Klein 21 says, "What non rad era ride are you interested in?" Oh man, come on! Thousands? No, not thousands. What do you got, dude? Honda Fit. Oh, oh solid, second gen or what? <laughs> solid first. Choice. Second gen, dude. I'm interested. Yeah. Um, Lexus LS 430. Are you just naming like weird? Like you're just naming Toyotas or what? Or just, just Toyotas. Um. I also like um you like Ferraris, you like old Ferraris. <laughs> I like old, like old Alfa Romeos, you like yeah. uh, I'm just trying to think of like the most mundane thing that you could like also be interested in. Um yeah, I mean like we talked about earlier in this episode, seventies rally cars, if we were doing stuff like that, it's like all of the alphas, um like an Alpha Holics car would be amazing. Yep. Um mm-hmm. uh E9 BMWs we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. Very There's cool. also like also like early 2000 stuff. Uh, yeah, that's what I was saying with the, with the Fit and the LS. But well, that's yeah, there's tons of stuff. Yeah, tons I mean stuff. it's kind of like yeah, it's kind of like besides Mexican food, what kind of food do you like? Or, or, <laughs> kind of. That's, a tough, like, that's a tough. There's question. a lot of other stuff, right? It's or question. it's like I don't know, man. It's I, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I think like um, tacos. well. I'm really into 60s cars in particular. I, I think a lot outside of, you know, Radwood era. That's that's one of my bigger eras, I think. And then interest in terms of like, you know, design and beauty in general. Like I love Art Deco cars too, but I'm not going to buy one or I'm like, you know, I don't know much about them, but I think they're really cool. Um, but 60s cars in particular, like one of my favorite cars, you know, I've mentioned before is the Alfa Romeo Tipo 33 Stradale, which I think is so mm. cool and such an awesome car. I'm still one of my favorite cars like of all time. Um, just it's, I mean, the engineering, look it up. It's insane. I mean, obviously it looks really cool too, but it's got like this little tiny, I want to say it's like a 2.5 liter v, liter V8 that revs to nine grand. And it's just awesome. Uh, just race car tech of the era. And I want to make love to it. Okay. <laughs> Lane likes long hood 911s. I do. I like 914s. 914s. I like I like early like early alpha spiders. I like alpha GTVs. I like Yeah. There's I all like, sorts uh, of things. I like a lot, a lot of different cars. I like Mercedes from the 70s and 60s. I like a lot of Ferraris in the 60s and early 70s. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, like some old Aston Martins, stacked headlight Mercedes Benz, oh, yeah. Pagodas, SLs. Yeah, there's it. all kinds of stuff. 300 right. SL and newer stuff, you know, and there's some newer stuff we like, you know, I think. Yeah, dude. Dude, yeah, like man. a little, uh, the, the, the famous, uh, you know, uh, Raw Special Bulldog, 1M. Yeah, some of us <laughs> like Raw Special Bulldogs. <laughs> I have yeah, a Boxster 981 that I like. Yeah. Uh, there's E46 M3s. There's like the new Gordon Murray cars are pretty neat. You mm-hmm. know, there's a lot of non. Yeah. Radwood era stuff. Are right. you guys into Enzo's, by the way? No, I am. Not yeah. at all. I am. It's long ass overhangs. I think that's like probably the one uh, non manual transmission car I would be really interested in. I'm like, yeah, I I, no I'm back interest. and forth on them. I, I don't know. I, I would love to drive one, but 
They're definitely Same. interesting. Um, I don't like them in red. Um, I really I like them in other colors, but especially dark They're colors. Black, black or black dark looks blue. pretty red. Like that one we, the one we had at Amelia, that dark blue one was yeah, so cool. That was super cool. All right. Uh, Meta World Cool says, any fun pre-Radwood events in LA on Friday? Bummed I'll be missing the main event this year. What? Dang, dude. No, we're too damn busy. I'm sorry. We tried to do something at one of our Haggerty locations, but it's too far away. It's in Van Nuys, mm -hmm. and that is really far. How <laughs> far like, is that? It's like an hour. Oh, really? Each way. And for people who aren't familiar with L.A., they're always just like, well, it's, just, it's in L.A., and they're like, dude, that's like driving to... You know, from New York to Boston, or something. yeah, they're like, it's like, only twenty miles. Yeah, I got so an hour and a half. Right. Cool. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it's it's yeah, yeah. definitely on a Friday a, night. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's an hour and a half for sure on on you know during rush hour. Um, but yeah, it's just not convenient, unfortunately. So no pre parties. No pre party no pre -parties. on this one. But we will mm. we will next year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get our act together. But we just had too many moving pieces this year. Mm. Too many people. A lot of moving pieces. A lot of moving heads. Pieces. But yeah, bummed that uh, you won't be there, but we'll see. But some come, some, if you're going, come say hi to Warren. Hello. He'll be there. Yeah. I'll be there. I'll yeah, be you there. are? I'll be walking around. Nice. With a camera? Yeah, this, cam with dog? a couple cameras. With a awesome. Rico? Nope. A couple <laughs> cannons. I mean, sorry, Sony's. Zach Bibb says, what are your favorite non-period correct mods or non-geography accurate mods? For example, TE37s on a Datsun or a Ferrari F430. That would be not my style. Wait, T37s T on a Datsun? T37s on a 430? Well, he's might, saying, yeah, 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 exactly. That might look all right. Yeah, I think that would look really? great. Yeah, because well, yeah, they look good on, that's like a very McLaren F1 style wheel, the competition wheel. <laughs> No. Yeah, it is. You're whack right now, dude. What, that, what do you it mean? It goes out and then back into the wheel. Yeah. There's concave ones. The F1 wheel doesn't do that. There's concave TE37s? Yeah. yeah. No, I haven't seen those. They're, I mean, I'm down, dude. I've seen them on on 458s, and they look killer. Um, I can see it looking good on a, on a uh, 430. Um, uh, now, I'm, now I'm starting to go further back. Like Probably not a, an F355, but I think on a 360, they would look pretty cool. Um, and saying uh, non-period correct mods, uh, so period correct being like the Datsun example, right? Like right. modern wheel, that's really hard to pull off in yeah. my opinion, uh, hmm. no matter well, the style. Let's think some, ex uh, I want to think of an exception though. Like there's got to be, right? I cannot. I mean, unless you're going like lowrider stuff where you put Dayton's on, you know, some some newer car. On a Tesla. Right? Like Lane, Lane, did you see no, the, but that's you old see style the wheels can work on new cars. Can work yeah. on newer cars. I don't think new wheels right. can work on older cars. Right. Especially polarizing wheel designs. It'd be one thing if it was a simple like. It has to be like a very simple when you're like, well, it looks like an old wheel. That's Yeah. I can't yeah. think of a single one. Um, Lane, did you see the lowrider Tesla at uh, SEMA? That looked pretty rad. Yeah. That was probably was my favorite car there from all the pictures I saw. <laughs> I was frustrated by it, dude. It's just like, really? Spent all that. You did all that for the, on this car. Like, how much better it would be if they did that on like a '62 Impala or something? I know, but it's 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 rebellious, man. It's you know, yeah, it's out of the box. Sure, uh, think outside of the box. Um, dang, yeah, I'm trying. I don't have a single example of a modern wheel on an old car. I think you know you can go Euro and JDM on stuff a lot. Like I think in terms of 
you know, putting Euro wheels on a Japanese car and vice versa. Um, yeah, I think that works. Um, as we were, as we we're talking about, like T thirty sevens would work on everything. I can I can picture also, like like the like picture AMG. I've, I think I've seen Carlson wheels on Lexuses, which look great, right? But I'm picturing picturing like a the uh, AMG monoblocks on a Lexus. I think would look really rad. Like that style, which they made it OZ made as well. So um, I bet there's like a lug pattern that would fit. But it's like you know flat disc, right? Like chunky. Yeah, that's tough. Some of the um, Overland stuff, like their new wheels, and they can look good on the on the old um, mm. Toyotas and stuff. Right. So but these new brand new wheels that they make, but they're very simple designs. They right? are, but they're a new design, and they they can look good. On a, on a whatever truck, yeah. you know, a Land Cruiser or something. Right, right. Or like T thirty seven style wheels look pretty good on oh, Toyota. Yeah. Chunky ones, yeah. Whatever's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I guess that's almost period, right? Because how long have T thirty seven's been made? Fucking long time, right? Uh, 90 years. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, the, they're actually yeah. Period. The one that I like a lot on the on. On, I think it looks really good on 911s in particular, 964s and 993s is the work wheel. It's called the Meister, the S1. It's it has like kind of like cup vibes, but instead of it has like a different sort of end on it where it like kind of like tapers off differently. It's hard to describe without like you seeing it, but uh, if you look it up, you'll see what I mean. And um, I think they look awesome. They're three piece. You can get them in different colors. They're really like aggressive looking. Um, and that's a, a JDM wheel that is very classically JDM. Like you see them on Sylvia's and stuff and looks really good on Porsches. I think I like it. <clears throat> I do say that the, uh, people put the little fender like fins on some cars that weren't like an E30. They'll put it on an E30. What? Like the CSL style fins that go on a fender. Oh, on the fenders up top? On the front fender? And and sometimes it can look okay. Like it, it's not a terrible, it was not, it wasn't for an E30, right? That was all like early stuff. Like CSL. CSLs. Yeah. Right. But like Ali has it on his 2002. That's period. Yeah. But then, Bad Rabbit Habit has it on his GTI or, or no, Rabbit. Rabbit, yeah. And that's almost period two, but it wasn't ever on a Volkswagen, right? Mm-hmm. Anyways. <clears throat> Tokyo Random Car says, would Art ever consider turning the X5 into an off-roader? No. I would like to turn <laughs> it I would like to turn it into a more fuel efficient vehicle. Jesus, my fucking bank account is getting murdered right now. <laughs> Dude, it's so gnarly in the city. I'm still averaging 13, 13 miles to the gallon, but I mean, 13. It's wow. brutal, dude. It's That's asking. horrendous. Non-stop. That's worse than my tundra. That's worse than my tundra. Um, what's the displacement of that V8 supercharged V8? It's well, it's not supercharged, but it's 4.6. This was a joke, dude. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. because yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. It's like one of those rat fink style blowers to be getting that kind of mileage. Yeah. 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 4, uh, 4.6. Yeah. It's brutal. Well, it's a combination of, 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 it's got a, you know, I guess the V8, but also it's got, pretty aggressive gearing like it's got a different final drive than the than the regular uh the 4.4 because this is the you know the is so that final drive messes you up i mean it's great for drivability and everything and it's fun but it is brutal you get terrible terrible gas mileage <laughs> crazy road sniper one says how about post radwood events anyone want to drive malibu or ach are you driving down uh, uh there I'm is. driving down in a in a telluride yeah, that's not going to do it. Uh, yes, well, after, if they signed up for the show, they can sign up for the rally, 
the Mobile mm-hmm. One Rally, and they're going to go up uh, PCH to a place. Actually, I can't say publicly because it's only for <laughs> show participants. Um, well, but, how do you sign up for that rally? So you get offered an invite once you buy a ticket. Yeah, you have to be uh. a, a, a you have to be displaying a vehicle. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and it's is there it, any display vehicles left? Or like There's any spots some, open? Yeah, we There's have a few. some standard. Any yep. royalty or is that sold out? I mean, Might be sold out by the time you hear this. Yeah. Okay. We could technically but. sell it out as is, but we have room to play, so we're gonna we're gonna make use of it. Cool. Yep. Yep. Um I'm flying down as well. Actually going to Universal Studios. Hey, we are too. Are you? What day are you going? Monday. We're going oh, we're going Friday. Oh, before? Ooh. Yeah. Ah, nice. Um, Automotive Omnivore says seeing the pics of the CHP Explorer using both lanes and some of the dirt on Highway 9 this week got me thinking what police package car would you rally they seem nearly rally ready usually <laughs> rear wheel drive tighter suspension upgraded brakes and cooling combined with ground clearance and sidewall he's not too far off here yeah so there was a I guess CHP chasing a motorcycle on Highway 9 and Really close to crashing. He lost it. And yeah. he went into the oncoming lane, hit dirt on both sides of the road. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. I can imagine if he got, if that motorcyclist got caught. Hoo-wee. Absolutely yeah, blowing bad. it, though. That was like, I mean, come on. Like, you, you should know better. Like, I mean, right there. I mean, and I bet that guy drives that road all the time. Like, because he understeered really badly. Like, <laughs> I guess yeah. maybe the first time he's ever pushed it that hard. Um, Definitely Fox Body Notchback CHP. Yep, and then they also they also had Camaros in this like in the nineties. Oh, so right. like a, yeah. the white ones, like Greco style, and yep. those are pretty badass. And you'd see them on Highway Seventeen. Yeah, let's not forget the Volvos down and in the San Luis Obispo S seventies. Yeah, that's a trip. But no, the the Fox Body is. I mean, how are you going to go against that? That's that's difficult to yeah. pick. There is some newer like weird Caprice. No, they're not even Caprices. They're oh like, the V eight rear wheel drive. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh those, right. Uh, the there was yeah. like the yeah. What was the one? They, didn't they have? It's like a Holden, right? Is that the one you're talking about? Yeah. yeah. But what are they even called here? I don't know. I want to say they're called like V eights or something was like that. Was that even a car? I don't even was understand that, a car? that car. <laughs> I know. Like, was it a real car or was it just a police no, car? No, I think it was just reality, a police. Man. I feel so dumb right now. <laughs> no, they are Caprices, I think though. I think, I think they I think are so. called Caprices, yeah, and they are and you, like a Holden. And you'll see them for sale now, but mm-hmm. then they're all ex-cop cars. Yeah, but then people turn them into like GTOs and Camaros, yeah. essentially. They they beef them up. They're like a cheap SS. Yeah. Right, like a cheap SS. That's a good word V8, bet. rear-wheel drive. Yeah. Ford, uh, how about, they're not good looking. How about your favorite, the Charger? I mean, that's hard to argue with. Too, but mm-hmm. I would rather have a coupe, and the Fox Body's awesome. Well, also, just a sense of occasion, though, right? I feel like the Charger's too modern. Like it, it's yeah, very, very yeah. capable and everything. But it's, I mean, we have a perfect uh, CHP Fox Body coming to LA, um, I believe. It's not uh, not Bruce's, huh? Not Bruce's, but another chap. I'm sure he'll be playing the cops theme song. Uh, ben, this is the last question. Bendafurzer, B-N-D-A-F-R-S-R, says, which car has the best interior dash, and why is it the Honda Prelude Gen 4? That's a good oh, one. Man. 
what, really what does it even look like? That's it's the one that's like, yeah, really low nothing. and it's, it's curved. Minimalistic. Yeah, very minimalistic, mm. really low and curved. Mm. It's very yeah. nice. I know that Think one. like, a, like I, a, a simpler NSX dash. Dude, NSX is a good one. I like a... Um, NSX is really good. That's really I like good. an 80s Mercedes. 124. Oh. Super tight up against the, the window with yeah. just a small little binnacle. Like, so clean. I, I don't have any problems with the E36. It's a it's a cool design. I remember someone was like... Brian hated him. And someone <laughs> was talking shit about the air vents. They're all, are you kidding me with those air vents? Oh, They're yeah. so big. And I'm like... Really? I don't know. They I, look pretty normal. It's a kind of a cool style, too. Yeah. Yeah, I like them. Um, I don't know if it's NSX my favorite. It's a good one. Yeah, I also I like, like um, second gen CRX a lot. That's a really cool dash. Um, like, again, NSX style. Very, very low. Uh, very clean, simple design. Cool, cool cluster. Yep. Um, hmm. Uh, I mean, 911s are. Pretty darn good. Like pretty good, yeah. Are you a big fan yeah. of the uh the, the early Diablo double binnacle? Nope. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Trash. <laughs> so gross. Yeah, no bueno. Yeah, yeah. but th- those era like that Japanese era that you guys are talking about, you yeah, know, so and then, good. The, so and then low. the German stuff, the Mercedes Mercedes particularly is I just really like anything good. that's like really small. Yeah. I and was s- in a symmetrical is important to me too. Like like my E30, the E30 dash is terrible because it, it faces the driver in a weird way. The, uh-huh. the center stack is like faced to the driver, which yeah, looks man. ridiculous. E30 too. It does. Yeah. It's not as noticeable though. This is like a really, but we that was look the whole it. thing. It's like creating a cockpit, right? Yeah. Well, it's, it's, yeah, I, I don't know. Like it new Corvettes doesn't do stuff. it for me. <laughs> like new Corvettes. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, you know what? Early, uh, early, like the '60s Corvettes, like early '60s Corvettes, had really cool dashes. The the Stingrays, <laughs> have you seen that? Like they have. Yeah, I mean, I overstyled though. The, no, I think they're pretty cool. Like yeah, like just design wise. <laughs> I don't know about build quality or whatever, but I think they look pretty rad. Um, I also like the W123 dash. I think that's a really cool dash. Like the circular yeah, little vents, and it's also really small, like really tight to the that's firewalls. What, yeah, all saying. those Mercedes are awesome. Yeah, and then nine fourteen dash is cool. It's just so simple. There's like nothing there. Old VW bugs are kind of neat. Like there's really nothing. It's a dash cap on a, <laughs> and really cool gauges. Yep, all good. But Gen Four Prelude, that's what she's claiming. I like it. It's a good I one. Like it. That's a good one. Hondas are always cool. Like those eighties, eighties, nineties. My eighty five Prelude maybe eighties, cool early nineties. Yeah. yeah, but you get in, you're like, man, the dash is so small and so low. It's it, it felt, was they felt so like cool, lower dude. than the hood. Yeah, somehow. and then I remember the ninety five Accord came out or ninety four, yeah, ninety four, yeah, and it, it got all high and normal. But like the ones before that were so rad. It's funny too because we usually I get all high and weird. Oh, oh, that's oh, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, art gets high and normal, so I know it has to get to <laughs> to neutralize or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> to neutralize, to stabilize, <laughs> stabilize. <laughs> All right, that's it for questions. Should we get right into trivia? I feel like we've covered so much. We've done, we've done SEMA. Shout out real quick. Shout out, shout out to 80s Forerunner with all the crazy uh, gauges. Remember that the gauge pod that it has with like the uh, inclinometer and all that stuff. That's such a great dash and very cool gauge cluster too. Tercel as well. You know, the Tercel Alltrack had a similar vibe. Oh, I don't remember. Um, Also shout out to uh, Larry Chen 
for yeah. creating a cool video with our um, friend CMS CMS Shant and Shant. his rad collection of Radwood era stuff. And the video is awesome. It's on YouTube right now. So check that out. Um, cultivating car culture. Is that what that it's? wagon's pretty dope? Very dude. Yeah. Uh, very that's, dope. that's like singer esque shit, right? Like all the stuff that went into yeah. it, but it's like not the noticeable rear bumper and stuff, yeah. Yeah. but it's, uh, just also a lot of those cars are going to be at Radwood SoCal. So if you want to see them in person, come out, he brings out some really heavy duty, uh, pre-merger AMG and the Koenig's going to be there. It was cool to see Larry's photos of Radwood. I don't know if I'd ever seen those or yeah. like some of those he put up, like, I don't know. Look, from so the look, at, look up the Peter. Yeah. I was going to say, look up his Peterson video and he did, he inserted those stills into that video. Okay. Yeah. Those are rad. Um, so that's always cool to see kind of, you know, blast from the past. Some of those, those pictures. Pretty cool, man. All right. Well, Radwood coming up. Be there or be square. And then uh, if you're in Florida, buy Amelia tickets. Come see us, Amelia. All right. Trivia. Bye. <laughs> this trivia question comes from some guy named Ali. Mm, that okay. guy. He hit me up. So I don't know if you know this answer, Lane. If so, don't answer first. But why are the iconic Alpina wheels 20 spokes? Oh, I have no idea. I didn't know either. Huh. My guess was it had to do, it was some like uh, tribute to like the 20 German states or something like some weird symbolism that didn't have anything to do with the design, but yeah. no, that was not right. Is it? Not too. Man, I have a feeling that it's like a really, really dumb reason. Like it's like, hey, it's just 19 didn't work or something. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it was cheaper to do 20 yeah. than 15. Um, hmm. What is it like just an engineering thing that that's what ended up working was the lightest, lightest way they could get it done or something? No, this is uh, according to uh, Ali. He some someone asked Ali this question on the tour. So it was probably saying, do you know why? The Alpina tour. Yeah. yeah. And I would try to get a tour. I don't know if that's a new thing, but they didn't have anything like that when I was there. They barely had like a lobby. Mm. They were not offering tours or any, yeah. They didn't even have a really good museum. Had a few little things in there, but definitely not what you would have hoped for. Um, Art, do you have a guess? Damn. Um, maybe a competitor had one with 21 or 19 mm. and they're trying to I like that. not. You like, they went spinal tap they went to spinal 11. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> So the the answer is it's the only wheel design that looks symmetrical in both four lug and five lug. Ah, okay. According to yeah. Alpina, oh, that makes sense. But why wouldn't a nineteen look? Because it's one less. <laughs> I don't know, but it does work. I can't argue with that because they made them in both. And yeah, because it's they like perfect, great. right? Because you can you can fit four into five and five into five into twenty and four into twenty and four twenty. That makes sense, yeah, man. I mean, you know, cool. they got it. Dude, so uh, random Alpina-related story. I was up at Warren's favorite place at Whole Foods the other day. I was sitting outside because that's my second office. And um, I mean, is this such a like a quality neighborhood market? They have like such the, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. roots. Yeah, yeah. roots right? That's why we moved here, you know? It's <laughs> roots, you know? bro. It's just all, you know, yeah. mom and pop style stuff in there. Yeah, mom um, style. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And, um, and so I'm sitting there um, eating my vegan donut and... Uh, 
I proceed to like first I was looking at this I don't know what the scarf, what is the wait, last scarf or no scarf what is the no scarf it's too warm uh, what is the seven series Alpina whatever that is that a B seven B seven I mean the new one the new newer one. one yeah like a newer yeah, yeah, one or maybe last gen and I'm B7. like oh that's a pretty sick car and it's got the wheels right and they're really big and they look right on that car and those are really good looking on those they're so good car. yeah so I'm just staring at it you know it's a nice car and then this dude in an F like 350 big double cab thing just straight up backs into the side of it like right in front of me and i'm just oh, like holy shit. shit like he just like backed out of his space but didn't turn the wheel at all and just drove right Sweet. into the side the rear uh, quarter panel of it and um and i get up and then this woman runs over to him and she's like already like with the camera filming him and stuff and i'm like hey you you hit that guy you know like you hit that car behind you and he's like what and i'm like you hit you backed into that car and he's like Oh, I, well, I don't know. And then he just proceeds to drive away. And I'm like, what the hell? What the yeah, heck? And so he left. Dude, and, it's going and, down to dude, the Whole Foods parking dude, lot. Dude, exactly. And so he left. I hate those mom and pop stores. Dude, and so we <laughs> we, uh, we ended up leaving a note uh, for the for the owner. You get his license plate number? We got his license plate number. And um, and so it was like an older lady, super nice. She was like, oh, really? And like she was looking at it and like kind of barely like even acknowledged the fact that the, there was damage, which there was, of course. Um, but yeah, just a really shitty person, man. Why would you do something? Wow. I had that happen to me when I was running a shop over by Nate Smith's and it was a pretty tight parking lot and a lady, uh, I won't get into too many details here, but uh, a lady backed up and she, it was a tight spot she was trying to get out of, but rather than stop and like, you know, ask someone else to move or come back into the office and say, can you move the car out for me? Can you move this car? She just proceeded to back into this car and like scrape the shit out of it, make room for herself to get out. You know, it was like, and then, then she came in and was like this car back here. Like I couldn't get out. So I hit it, you know? And we're like, we, you shouldn't do that. Like don't (laughs) make that choice. You knew it was there. Like, yeah, you, then you can't go. You, you the cars are metal. Like you can't do that. Metal so cars. It was a whole thing. A whole thing. I know it was, it was cool. totally Lupe, right? You just didn't want to throw it on the bus? <laughs> no, no. I'll tell you later. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Last question here. Uh, these are the current uh, vehicles that lose the most of their value uh, in five years. Top 10 most uh, depreciating vehicles I'm, sold. I'm, I'm going to go S-Class, like top of the line S-Class. So is this cars that have to be like five years old, right? Yeah. So five years ago, yeah. what cars so were they? It's usually these high-end cars. Uh, S-Class is not in the top 10. Dang, eh. really? Holy shit. Seven series? Seven series. Number two. Yeah. 61.8% of its value gone in what about, five years. I'm thinking a Jag of some sort, but I don't know which one. It's got to be on Oh, there. yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's um, hear it. What's you the, know all the new Jag models, don't you? What's all the, I know is the F type. It, I, I'm guessing it's got an the F in it. I think that the F type is probably X-K, not the F type. F pace. You're close. F pace. No, F pace is electric. Yeah, those don't do as poorly. X F. What the hell is an X F? Oh, is that the little? That's number. No, that's a full size. The the sedan, right? Oh, that's the sedan now. I don't even know which one competes with. I don't know where. Like I know seven series, five series. You know, yeah. S class, E class. I have no so is idea. The, is the XF the XJ equivalent like what used to be yes. the XJ? Okay, that that would have been my guess for sure. Fifty-seven point six percent. That's in ninth place out of the top ten. Uh, Can you name the make that landed at number one? Land Rover. No. McLaren. No. Oh, they're probably there's probably not enough to like. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think they do hold their value value pretty well. Certain Lexuses always hold their value. We're talking 60% of their value is gone in five years. This one, right? What's the percentage on number one? 64.5 in five years. Uh, Panamera. No, no Porsches on the list. So this make, this manufacturer has three cars in the top 10. And it's not BMW. BMW is number two. Yeah, yeah. And they end number four with the five series hybrid. Okay. So and number six with the current X5. Okay. So I take it back. There's two two makes mm-hmm. that landed with three. That's insane. Seven series, Maserati. five series hybrid. Bingo. Oh shit. Maserati. I know they sold enough cars to even like <laughs> register. Maserati Quattroporte, number Quattroporte. one. Wow. Maserati Ghibli, number three, and the Maserati Levante, number eight. But Brutal. the Quattroporte takes the top of the list or bottom, however you want to look at it. Sixty-four and a half percent in five years. Wow. That, that is just crazy that anyone will most of those cars are seventy five percent. They're leased. They're not no one's yeah. buying cash for a quattroporte. I don't even know what that looks like right now. No, what is <laughs> yeah, what is it? Yeah. Right. But there you go. If you want so then the question is that you look at this the other way. Like for example, number five is a Cadillac Escalade ESV. Those are expensive trucks. Yeah. And trucks do really well. Electric cars I think do the best um, for depreciation. But the average used car is 38% or something like that, Mm -hmm. 40-ish. So 65 is obviously crazy. But uh, Escalade ESV loses 58% of its value in five years. Yeah. So that seems like a good car to buy five-year-old. If you were in that market, Mm -hmm. those aren't super complex vehicles. They're big, dumb V8s and, you know, all that. I wonder if a lot of that has to do with um, that a lot of those are limos, basically, and they're racking up crazy miles. And I think like, who just, else is buying the? I, I mean, I guess we don't live down. in Texas, right? Everyone right. in Texas is buying them. Yeah, so. exactly. I'm just Orange thinking County. Like, where I see them, I'll, the only time I get it is Ubers, right? For ESVs? Yeah, for oh, any, oh. for a, a big caddy SUV, you know? Yeah, yeah. Or or Suburbans or whatever. It's always limos. I, I think mean, they're it's just always so, like Uber, uh, uh, Uber Black. They're incredibly overpriced. You know, they- 130 grand yeah, or something. For, uh, for an Escalade ESV. Yeah. And then, but uh, all these other cars, I don't, I don't know. They're just very complex and sketchy used cars. So what else is on there? A bunch so, of BMWs, a bunch of Maseratis. Yeah, so wow. Quattro, Quattroporte 7 Series, the Ghibli 5 Series, Escalade X5, Infiniti QX80. That's, like That's the big dog, big, right? Big, ugly. That's like the Armada yeah. uh, bodied thing. Uh, Levante and then the Jaguar followed. Number 10 is Audi A7. Oh, Dude. I thought it'd be A8. A7. So mm-hmm. interesting. Um, here's, um, let's do real quick, the top three least depreciating cars. Oh, uh, from five years ago? Um, th- oh, it actually doesn't have a range. And you know what? This is all screwed up. It's not, it's not <laughs> by, it's not an order. It's compact car, midsize car, luxury compact, which totally throws uh, everything. But um, I was going to say like um, probably least depreciating is like a Land Cruiser or a, yeah, something like that. Oh, I would say it's. Or Sequoia. I would say it's something <clears throat> but it's probably pretty a Tesla. cheap. Cheap and... and uh, you guys, are, so like you guys a, are like very close to it, but now you're moving farther away. You were close. Oh, really? Yeah. I would kind of say like Miata or something. Dude, Toyota Camry. Toyota Tundra. 
Oh, I was yeah, close. The coil. Yeah, yeah, I think I got yeah, it. Yeah, so that's why I was like, it's oh. pretty pretty close. You're dancing around it, but that's the yeah, highest. Yeah. It actually, re- I mean, very very little depreciation on that. It's like twenty five percent or something. Uh, relative, I guess, as you said, the average is thirty eight. Um, and of course, the Model X, really high resale value on that lovely thing. Um, that's weak, but that's I'm not I'm actually surprised. surprised Tesla w- is because they've lowered the prices so much, so prices went down. So. I know, but they didn't have they can't go very far for depreciation, right? Like a used Tesla is still like what are you? But no, they lowered the price on the new ones by such a big mark amount last year. Yeah, that you would think that the that would oh like used cars wouldn't be worth buying hold value yeah, yeah because they're almost not they yeah, weren't that is, worth that it is an unusual minute, thing so. right like lowering and maybe that hasn't hit that yet right right because that was only like eight months ago or something that that happened yeah which remember is they all- lowered the price of the model s plaids it was like 30 grand dude yeah tacoma tacoma's up crazy. there too tacoma's actually higher i don't know why it wasn't in that other list but it it's <laughs> That's, I mean, this is the thing, right? You get into car scoops versus fucking all these other bullshit sites. But, but, yeah, um, yeah. so number one, least depreciating car, according to this list, it's actually a top 25, which is helpful, is at 21% is the Tacoma, of course. Yeah. Um, very little, yeah, it's the least depreciating car. Uh, and then right after that is the Ford F Series. Yeah. And then, and dude, then a lot of those. Number four, Lane's favorite, Tesla Model 3. <clears throat> it's basically a, a tie between that and the Ford Ranger. Dang, Ford Ranger. Ford Ranger. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, let's end it on that. That's yeah. a good note. Just on a high note, right. you know? Go buy a Ford Ranger. There you go. All right, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye.